Hello to you, listener of the Deep Blue Peter podcast. Thank you very much for joining us for our Christmas show. It's just a brief note at the top to say apologies that we've not done a show in about, what is it, Tom, about seven months, do you reckon? Um, Jake, one of our co-hosts, as you well know, has been away um, walking around the country for great causes and it hasn't been that easy to get us all together. But he's made an enormous effort to come down to record this show There will be podcasts to come at you with greater regularity in the new year. But for now, strap yourself in and enjoy our Christmas podcast. Hit that jingle, Tommy. This is Deep Blue Peter. Hello, listener, and thank you for joining us for the Deep Blue Peter Christmas Party Mark II Judgment Day. It has been a long time coming um, since our last show, but I am delighted to have back with me my two dear friends, Mr. Tom Freeman. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Tom. Merry Christmas, brother. It's great to see you, mate. Thank you. You, you too. Also, Tom, I'm a little bit chilly, mate. Would you mind um, getting that fire yeah, on? Yeah, let me just hop out here. Make sure you put the kindling on first, then. How's that feel? All this. Okay. That's kicked up right straight away. That's Could nice. Could you put one more bit of coal on? Please? Yeah, sure. One. Not that bit. Not that big one, yeah. Uh, Good lads. Oh, Good yes. Lad. Yeah. That, that made all the difference, that yeah. one bit of coal. Yeah. yeah. Great. Great. Uh, Merry Christmas, Jake. All right. Oh, oh right. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah let's just get on with it. Okay. Oh God. There he but is. We, we did actually do a take before. It was like one more time with gusto. <laughs> and we just caught him off guard. Clearly. How yeah. are you, Jake? You're, I'm alright, mate. Really. Yeah, yeah. Let's come on, just let's have a cracker. Let's come on, I need to feel Christmassy. I'm okay, not feeling it. Yeah. Wow. Come on, straight to it. Okay. Yeah, let's get in there. No um, pissing about. So we're not, we're not going to um, set up the show or anything just yet. We're going to go crackers first. Yeah. High quality crackers. Okay. And three, three two, two, one. Christmas. <laughs> Shall I tell them what's coming up? Yeah, in the yeah, show? yeah. let's do it. features. Mm. Yes. Okay. So we're going to um, we are going to do some presents. Yay. It's a nice. custom that um, I right. feel like we've b- played a huge part of introducing into the culture of Christmas. It's you know a present what? giving. I noticed that since we did that last People year, people have been giving presents more yeah. on the, on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. No, it's become quite a culture. I don't know if you've seen like I mean. Uh, this new thing called Oxford Street this year, yeah. and it's sort of they seem to be giving it the real the real Christmas push. Right, yeah, year. yeah. So we we're doing we're gonna do a round of presents, cool. and we are also gonna be doing a 2017 review. Oh, lovely! Um, it's a sort of a, sort of a sideways look to the um, <laughs> to the year, <laughs> and then we're gonna do a festive edition of sibling rivalry. Hey. What's the score at the moment? I don't know. I think it's two one to me. Yes. Get one uh, of the researchers on yeah. that. And that's that's sort of about it, really, um, in terms of the features. Yeah. Um, well, that's enough. I mean, there's going to be lots of festive cheer and merriment. On the festive cheer, can we just have a cheer? Yeah. yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're on the on a different tipple here. Cheers. Cheers. I've got Marky. Oh, Cheers. Do you know what? I was really going to plug the pub that we're recording <laughs> this in. We're in the back room of the Montpellier. Cheers, then. And I've been given a rotten old pint, haven't I? Yeah, it's horrible. It's yeah, like that it. looks bad. It's the dishwater. Do you know what? You can't go wrong with a can of red stripe, which I've got in reserve down here. Um Jake, I noticed that you're that you're not on the sauce. No, I've, I've decided to knock it on the head for a bit. Uh, yeah, good for you, man. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. So I'm back on the Schler as twas <laughs> twenty odd years ago. Yeah. And I'm actually caning it as well, like I yeah. did when I was. You've got a ten through. Year old. Yeah, you've got through like three quarters of the bottle in yeah. the first half hour. Yeah, the heartburn's <laughs> starting already. <laughs> um, and Tom, we're, we're we're having a pint, aren't we? Not I'm going having, mad. I'm having, having a a I'm having a white. I'm having a white beer. It's a hair of the dog. I yeah. had a, I had a night of it last night, mate. Mm-hmm. Absolute Christmas skinful. Do. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, we stayed in the office. We we did the office up. There was an inflatable uh, rainbow that you had to walk underneath to get into the party. Oh, oh tasteless. Taste. <laughs> it was absolutely gaudy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was. Oh, mate, I tell you what, it was. There was gin. There was knockout punch. I didn't get home till ten forty-five. <laughs> that it was. Yeah, yeah. You know. I looked at the clock. And I went eleven. I got a podcast tomorrow. Mm. I got. I better get in ahead. Ten forty-five. Well, done, mate, that's. Yeah. Uh, in, well, we're thirty. We're thirty now, aren't you? Yeah, thirty. Yeah. In May. I went out at 10.45, mate. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? And then I went out, felt isolated, and then came home <laughs> a little... T- little <laughs> Realised that often I feel loneliest when I'm in a group of large people. And then I came home... <laughs> 
knock it on the head. Um, no, I did have a very nice Christmas too, actually. That's just, that's just something that happens every now and again, <laughs> that sort of night. Well, anyway, lads, Merry Christmas. Should we have a song? Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Should we throw something on? Okay, well, I am incredibly touched that a good friend of mine, James Howard, has recorded a cover of the Leonard Cohen song, Winter Lady, especially for this Deep Blue Peter Christmas podcast. And I just want to say thanks, mate. It's an amazing Christmas gift to us all. And this is a beautiful version. Bravo, Mr. James Howard, Very that nice. cover. Yeah. Thanks for that, James. Very nice. Enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, lovely. All right. So, should we have a present then? Better add. Yeah. Yes. Um, right. I've got mine to hand. Okay. In this little. Um, little who's who's going first? Let's let's give one to Jake. Okay, okay. Jake. T- Thanks very much. Take that one. Cheers. Oh, what do you think it is? Oh, it's uh, it's, it's, it's music. <laughs> it's music shape. Feels like music. It's a shame music doesn't have a shape it's in 2017. It's the new album by Mr. Nick Knoll. Oh, <laughs> every kind of people. <laughs> wow. So yeah, the reason I got this for Jake is that um, Nick Knoll's presented Mind Over Marathon, which was a TV show that Jake was big part of my 2017. Bloody yeah. good doc, that. which is an amazing doc documentary about people for, with mental health conditions training to run the marathon mm-hmm. and Nick Knowles hosted it and was absolutely brilliant it would oh, be a shame wouldn't it not to just hear one of the songs yeah, 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 yeah. Just, 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 just one alright come on <laughs> get with it it's coming on Christmas they're cutting down trees and putting up rain there and singing songs of joy and- yeah that's about enough of that <laughs> Um, it was going somewhere no, great, good though. Great job, Nick. Yeah. I think it sounds great. In, in all fairness, yeah, like we, we at Deep Blue Peter owe a lot to Nick Knowles. We're Nick Knowles fans here, aren't we? Well, well I'd say <laughs> we, owe an, <laughs> we owe a lot to him because he made our best, my best friend, your brother's 
2017 immeasurably better because of his um, his insight and his support and his um, willingness to get involved in a very important subject. His bants as well. And his bants, yeah. He's got bants. Do you yeah. know Alistair McGowan released an album this year? Yeah, but that was more of like <laughs> classical. Uh, oh, you're not joking? No, no, no. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Piano. Yeah. He sounds exactly. Oh, he, no, no, no. He's he's got okay at piano, and then he released an album. <laughs> what Alex McGowan's been doing for the last ten years while he's been on fair, he's been getting okay at the piano and just coming up with this sort of masterpiece of a six out of ten album. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, what a great position to be in. If, yeah. if, if you are if you are already an established celebrity, you can just release an album yeah. and 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 you'll get put out on a major label. People will buy any old tap. <laughs> <laughs> right, present. No, okay. okay. Well, what, yes, yeah. So Nick Knowles, big part of giving us a great 2017, and now he's ensured that we'll have, you know, an easy listening 2018. <laughs> okay, next gift. Um, Who's up next? Is this oh, for me? No, yeah. There you go, mate. Oh, my, my presence is so bad again. Do you want to chuck another bit of coal on that fire for me? Yeah, it's getting nippy. Uh, okay. Can you change the track yeah, as well, yeah. please, mate? Yeah, something, sure. Just something else, yeah. What different? Yeah, okay, yeah. That's better. That's what more arse speed, isn't it? Yeah. This, <laughs> this is fictional speed. This is a book. It's Danny Dyer's autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> the word, the word, no, the world according to Danny Dyer. Life lessons from the East. That is going to be fucking brilliant. Here are some um, topics that he's going into: women, mm. politics, <laughs> gastro pubs. What are they about? The big three. <laughs> Does it actually say that? I have actually, it's like um, a subheading under that so one. So yeah, I got this. I got this yesterday, yeah. and um, I did. Um, oh. I I literally turned to one page, and I thought, oh, maybe I'll just try and pull one quote that we can read. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. The, I just I know just uh, the most fucking insane story. <laughs> and I, well, I thought we could only do it justice by yeah. by spending a, a tiny bit of time of it. Yeah, if, if that's all right with you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to, just to contextualise this, by the way, um, he was talking about. Uh, East End boozers, right? Yeah. As he does for it does for quite a lot of the book, um, <laughs> um, and he, he talks about his sort of his first uh, sexual encounter that he saw when he was ten years old. Bearing in mind this what? was <laughs> not, not that he was involved in, may okay. I add, but something that he, he he chanced upon. But can I just say, honest to God, I opened the book, I turned the page, and this is what I landed on. Okay. okay. It was one geezer's birthday in the pub, and at about noon they got a couple of strippers in. I think. <laughs> I think <laughs> this is good. I think all people are beautiful in their own way. I've got no time for this idea that there's only one standard way for the way people should look. However, these women. <laughs> however, these women could best be described as rough and ready. They was rough, and they was definitely ready. <laughs> Was <laughs> again, he's got quite a sort of conscientious um, disposition as well because he goes, This isn't some sweeping judgment on people of a certain age either. We are judged by our actions, not on how we look, and by their actions, they were filth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to try and get through this, all right? Yeah. Um, anyway, there's 50 or so geezers in there, and they start to act trying to get someone from the audience involved. One of my mates, who I won't name, was about 16 at the time. The East End breeds some funny characters, and he was certainly one of them. He gets up on stage with them, and in front of 50 geezers, make sure you're ready, not eat, eat. <laughs> make sure you're not eating, or nothing like that. She puts on a strap-on dildo and does him up the bottle. <laughs> Fuck's sake. He was really into it. In the middle of the day, in front of a crowd of cockneys goading them on. Try doing the Lambeth walk after that, you slag. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking brilliant, isn't he? National treasure, Danny Dyer. Yeah, Absolute for sure. Treasure. Um, the expression on his face was bizarrely refined, like Sherlock, like Sherlock Holmes enjoying a bit of violin. <laughs> <laughs> I had it buzzing round me nut for the oh. rest of the day. Couldn't get it out me nut really. <laughs> he had a fixation on the old Kyber. You know what? There is there is actually more, but I'm uh, I'm aware of conscious of time. Well, fucking hell! But honest to God, 
I flipped the page and I started reading that and I was like, what other treasures are there? In I this am going to, I'm going to read this all Christmas. I'm going to buy that. that. Yeah. Great gift. The flowery prose of Danny Dyer there in his, <laughs> in what I'm hoping is not his, you know, only work. Um, Go on, I quite fancy a present now after you two have had one. Yeah, okay. all right. Um, yeah, let's, I, do you want to get my fucking shit ones out of the way? <laughs> These aren't wrapped. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah, so, so you're just going oh, in. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, I'm just going to take you back. Take you oh, back. Sorry. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That's it. No, no, no. All right. Are you pointing me? It's the pens. Oh, it's the pens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, it's oh, the pens. Oh, felt tip oh, pens. Oh, mate, thank you. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to put in, uh, you know... The, the feeling you used to get as a kid with a brand new set of felt tips. No, that you're right. That is nice. The Particularly part. good now. I'm 29 as well, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, do you know? To be time honest, to when we when when we were kids, we were quite crafty as kids, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I guess most kids, you Arty. know, like, yeah, yeah. And um, mm. yeah, we are. Oh, you know, the the image of you on your little six year old belly <laughs> on the living room floor with a with a new that image never specifically existed. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I just remember you, yeah, just Hundreds drawing of pens, pi- drawing pictures. Laid out on the living room floor. Um, thanks, Jake. That's very kind. Die Hard with a Vengeance, the novelization. Yeah. That's fucking I tried to. I tried to find, the, early this morning, I tried to There's skip. no way that's going to be good, is it? <laughs> no, no, no. But but I, I, I think there's, if, I'll try and find it while, while we've got the show on. I really want to see how they've written things like, McLean yeah. <laughs> when they're in the car and that sort of thing. I love novelizations yeah. of films. I, <laughs> I like you, do, yeah. you know, like you were saying earlier about they've written the punchline to the joke and worked backwards. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. that but in novel form. <laughs> but a whole book. It's work. literally yeah. Like I love the idea of just like a writer just sitting down and going, okay, <laughs> pop, <laughs> pop it on right along with it. Chapter one. Yeah. At dawn, the sun was a yeah. brilliant orange ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like the opposite of like locking yourself in a, like a log cabin for like two years and torturing yourself. It's like pop that DVD on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Afternoons so, work. So big shout out to uh, D. Schiel, who is the um, the writer. It's based on the screenplay by Jonathan Hensley. Um, so I think he did most of the legwork. Let's mm-hmm, be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, how did Die Hard end? The film? Do you remember? Die Hard with a Vengeance. Died with a Vengeance. Yeah. So uh, it's him, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. them after. So him and Samuel Jackson sitting on the sitting on the curb, wrapped right? in wrapped in stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he didn't turn to him and say, "Never drink Napoleon brandy without a flak jacket on." <laughs> that's, the, that's literally the end of the book. <laughs> Full stop. I want a present. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I want a good Sam, present. If you reach I in felt there, it for shit and I want another one. <laughs> Sam, if you reach in there and grab the uh, big rectangle one. Thanks, guys. I, and also, it's um, it's really great to be to be doing this again. Yeah. Both it's just end. great to be here with you boys. Mm. What have I got you? Oh, yes. It is uh, Match Magazine. It's their annual edition, 2018. Officially the UK's best-selling footy annual. Yeah. I've got it. <laughs> I got it for Christmas. I got it from Tom. Uh, featuring, oh, it's got who have we got? We got Adam Lalana and um, Scott Sinclair this. from Celtic, <laughs> and many more on the front. Oh, that's good. Yeah, thanks, man. So I, it's because I know you're into um, football. Oh, excellent. good thing oh, is listen. that's all about football, isn't it? Yeah, from front to back. Oh, that's lovely, man. Thank you. I'm, I will definitely refer back to this um, during the show. Yeah, I'm no, sure. please do. I was just wondering, do you want to sort of earmark the pages that you're going to rip out and put up on your wall? There's some like full page posters, if you look. Oh, I can draw my perfect pair of boots to try and win a <laughs> pair of pennies. <laughs> tell you what, why don't we just sack off the rest of the show and we'll all do that. <laughs> that'll, make, that'll make for a good listen. Okay. If, um, if, any of the, uh, if any of the listeners want to draw their perfect boot and send it in to <laughs> deepbluepeterpodcast at gmail.com. Sorry, just, I mean, this, is, this is really terrible because it's uh, obviously radio. Um, but they've done this kind of like <laughs> weird, <laughs> like mangled um, clown version of Harry Redknapp's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's terrifying. That Which terrifying. championship manager has been given a bonkers makeover in this crazy pick? <laughs> it's obviously Harry Redknapp. Yeah. Um, thank you very much, Tom. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Um, I've, got, I've got one more... Um, I've got one more gift. Yeah, open this now. That's for you. Yeah. I just love that sound, don't you? <laughs> that's what you going to be annoying, isn't it? Got- <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Hey. It's, one of those, it's one of those funny air horns they have at football matches. Oh, for the love. Was that it? I thought it was going to be. <laughs> that's what you want in a studio, isn't it? It's a bit pathetic. <laughs> Do you know what? I really thought that was going to like knock my socks off. It was quite <laughs> underwhelming, wasn't it? Well, how much did you pay for it? Well, there's two. I've got. I've kept one upstairs <laughs> for a fiver. It was like three quid postage as well. Yeah, it's a personal one. Um, I started the new Forest Half Marathon earlier on in the year, 
and I had one of these to start stood on the gantry oh, and I just I held my finger down for as long as I, until the organiser put his hand on my shoulder so and said that's enough let's recreate that moment here we well, are we can't because this is just <laughs> <laughs> that's nice thanks though that's nice <laughs> that's nice <laughs> what a nice air horn <laughs> okay are we so that's it for our gifts yeah, I suppose, yeah we should it? probably just check in with Danny Dyer real quick okay brilliant my instruction for being in a fight is if you need instructions of how to be in a fight don't get in a fight <laughs> Do you know what? I think that's actually very yeah, wise. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're not yeah. In, instinctively, fo- I'm not gonna. You know what? I was about to sort of psychoanalyze it. Let's just leave that for what it is. Well done, <laughs> Danny Dyer. Well done. Kevin's not here. 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 What? time for the 2017 review we, um, we're going to do it in the, in our own sort of deep blue peter style yep. which is um, I've uh, I come up with some questions that I'm going to ask you and we're going to sort of rattle through them if that's alright yeah sure yeah? yeah okay here's number one then oh. <laughs> in 2017 have you had a nice time <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to take yeah. this one I mean yeah probably one of the best years of my life to be yeah. honest yeah wow yeah Excellent. So what's uh why has it been so good? Just just lots of good stuff happening, you know. Very, very productive year. Not as productive as Jim Carrey's year in nineteen ninety four when he made the mask Ace Ventura make, and Dumb a- and Dumber in one year. I get to the end of each year and go, Have I achieved more than that? No, I haven't. Well he's the benchmark, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> if you make comparisons like that, you're never gonna be happy. <laughs> no. As far as I'm concerned. Jake, any Well yeah, as someone who is Have you had a nice time. Yeah, as someone year. who is tortured a lot of the time. Um I <laughs> I think Freeman's actually just answered for me there as well. Yeah. yeah it's been we, great. We've had quite similar years. Lots of lots of movement. Lots, lots of, of things going on. Lots of things going on, yeah. Lots of exciting developments. Still find time for this though, don't we, lads? Hey. Yeah. What about you, Sam? Have you had a Yeah, it's been a good it's been a good year, mate. I mean we've I suppose we we founded this, which is an exciting new thing. Yeah. Um start being a football ref <laughs> as well, which is a, which is a new development by the side of a, Yeah. You're a, not actually doing that, are you? I am, yeah. Really? Yeah, football ref. Isn't that great? Sam, yeah, he told me a little while ago that he was like, do you reckon it'd be quite a good career move to be a ref? Yeah. It's definitely not a career move, but... Um, yeah, but I don't, do you, can you handle it? Can you handle No, it? I can't, actually. <laughs> I've, I've just... Um, I thought... this. Is, you take all the heat. All the heat in every game. I tell you, this is, this is the thing I do with something that uh, I want to be a good idea. <laughs> After you've done it a couple of times... I'll really try and intellectualise why it wh- wh- why it really works, right? And try and really get in there, having not experienced enough yet. Mm. So I have like a small taste of it and I'll be like, yeah. oh, th- this really suits me for this, this and this reason. Mm. And then after like three weeks, people just shouting things at me. <laughs> what sort of things are they shouting? Just, someone called me a batty man once. <laughs> he went, oh, shut up, you batty man. And I tried to give a decision. So, you know, I'm probably going to hang it up. But it is 50 quid cash and ham for three hours. Um, most commonly consumed food. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay, I've got a good one for this. Got, yeah, go on, there you go. So I've got a, a rule with myself because I'm on a li- very limited budget. Mm. Um, and generally, it's a, it's all about putting eating as much food as I can for the least amount of money. Mm. So if I go through anywhere with a pizza hut or you can eat buffet, <laughs> I'm in there. Seven quid. And I just fill myself to capacity. I can't believe you hit the hut so often. I do. <laughs> it's just, it's no the, one. I mean, that phrase feels pretty antiquated now, doesn't it? Hit the hut <laughs> in the sun. Yeah, there was a bit of a backlash, backlash. on pizza, pizza Hut because they advertised in the sun, yeah. and, I, and I, I just kind of swept it under the rug. Well, yeah, if you because that compromises my. You're um, the biggest customer. <laughs> Jake's a stakeholder at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. How many slices per? Per thing, as I say, I I go for it. I yeah. really go for it. I think so. Maybe maybe Eight. probably more closer to twelve. Oh, for fuck! So twelve twelve tw- slices of pizza because then I'm having over a pizza. Twenty worth. trips, twelve. Do so it. C- Do the maths. Uh, the twelve slices of Christmas. It's three hundred forty <laughs> slices. So it's nearly a slice per. Day. And I'm assuming you. Do so you know the other thing as well? I only ever have margarita because I don't trust anything else. Oh man! But listen, they, I don't they, trust but listen. Oh, else. Oh, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. Bleak. 
It is bleak until you throw a few crispy onions on there, maybe some jalapenos, <laughs> and and they've also got chili oil there now as well. Yeah, those, so I just those, drown it in that. Those bacon crumbles as well. Really greasy and doughy. I think there's probably something. There's, it's like I feel like it's kind of like a, a safe zone for you. Pizza. <laughs> I feel like there's probably more than just the. Well, the story there, there was. The do you buffet. know what? There was thought behind it at first. Yeah. I go there to eat as much as I can for the least amount of money. Yeah. But saying that, I do love it a bit now. <laughs> it's got a taste for I it. I really have got a taste for yeah. it. Yeah. That's what fast food does, man. Yeah. 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 Um, have you chanced upon Neville Southall's Twitter account? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. Oh, my God. Do you know who he is, Tom? Is this a footballer? He's an old goalkeeper for Everton. Welsh Hang guy. on, I think I've got one. I've got, I've got one here to hand. Is it this, what is it? So Neville Southall is <laughs> I a, think it's probably it's like the same a, it's, one. It's like a sort of former goalkeeper that was a legend at Everton. He's sort of kind very of, overweight. Yeah, dumpy, a dumpy mustachioed goalkeeper. What's the matter? A goalkeeper's... <laughs> what's the matter? <laughs> just <laughs> got really pain, confused. No, it's just... A, a, a goalkeeper's considered footballers or are they goalkeepers? Of course they are. What? Of course, I think you'll find footballers. Yeah. You'll, you'll yeah. find that most 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 goalkeepers of top end teams, yeah, they're required to have at least a, you know at least be a pretty good outfield player these days. They well, play as well, could they, they hold their own in mid in in midfield? What's it called? Mid <laughs> <laughs> mid game. No, the middle mid bit. midway through the game they can midfielder. Yeah. Mid, what I did say midfield, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, 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 midfielder. Sorry, mid <laughs> shocked that you had to think about that. Um, yeah, no, yeah, they could hold their own. Joe Hart famously fell out of favour with uh, Pep Guardiola because he... Um, Wasn't good enough as a feet. Yeah, he's a good shot stopper, but he couldn't play as a sweeper, which a lot of people... Does Joe Hart days. tweet stuff like this? You may as well have been talking Latin then. <laughs> I love the thought of recycled skeletons. Imagine walking down your street and all your dead relatives were lampposts. Brilliant. <laughs> That's a Neville Southwell quote. Um, have you been to the theatre this year? No. Uh, oh, I feel like I have. I took my mother to the theatre for for her birthday in April. Went to see the musical of A Calendar Girls, um, which is a story of old women who try to raise money for uh, cancer. Getting their kit off. And they get their kit off for a calendar, yeah. It was really good. Like, you know, I, I like musicals, but it was, it was very mum. It was very mum, but it was entertaining. And it's very rare you get to see full-on boobs on the West I was going to say, end. did you see any tit? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that moves us quite on to our next one, which is why do all women love prawns? <laughs> <laughs> why do all women love prawns? Quite an astute observation. Yeah, there, I've not, I've, yeah. I haven't noticed. I know uh, that doesn't I sound should. necessarily relevant to t- 2017, but it's sort of <laughs> something that I've arrived at this year. Okay, but do you have an answer? Or just an observation? No, they just what, sort of, what sort of prawns? <laughs> they like? just like, you know, they're, just, they're always like, oh, I'll have a... Like, <laughs> well, where I work, right, there's a prawn... I work, I work in a barrel restaurant, which is barrels, these little squidgy buns. Yeah. And one of the fillings is a, is a drunken prawn barrel, which is like a boozy prawn, mm-hmm. deep fried. All women love a prawn. I've often commented, well, if ever I've gone to like um, like a tie, they're all, all they're like, oh, can we get some prawns? <laughs> It's just a little bit of... It's like an old school kind of observational comedy. <laughs> Why do all women love prawns? Tom. Yeah. To be 100% truthful with this. Yeah. If I had a gun to your head, who, you out of me and Jake, do you think has been the greatest source of pride for their family this past year? <laughs> and you have to just say one name. Um, it's a one-horse race. Surely. Yeah. I mean, I think it's Jake. Thanks, mate. I don't know yeah. what... Move on. <laughs> Well, you've, you know, you've done that to yourself, yeah. really, mate. David Beckham's had an oddly quiet year. <laughs> Would you agree? <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um, have you found Donald Trump's behaviour to be odd in any way? <laughs> Jake, this one's for you. Who, out of me and Tom, has got a better job and more bankable career prospects <laughs> for their life going forward? One word. Freeman. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Has it occurred to you at any point that Freemasons is essentially cubs for old twats? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, no. Has it actually occurred to you? <laughs> no, it hasn't, but it has now. It's just, a, yeah. It's Thanks, once, you, once that's occurred to you, you can, uh, yeah. you can, never, uh, can never come. Yeah, I, I, I can occurs. just forget about that. There was always something yeah, yeah. bothering me about it, and that's exactly what it was. So, Fantastic. Thanks for that. Um, for this next question, I'd quite like to invite our... Uh, a friend back from the show who um, who featured in episode three, mm. um, 
during the sibling rivalry feature. It's our friend the Gecko. Oh, hey. here he is. From, from the Iguanas Come, come on in, mate. Yeah, yeah, come on, come on, get over here, mate. Yeah. <laughs> hello, hello, everybody. Hello, Gecko. Hello, Gecko. All right, Gecko, um, you're going to got a question? Yes, yep. Yeah, um. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to some questions for it. Yes, that's right. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've been interested in, in some of the uh, some popular phrases that oh, people yeah. become using in 2017. <laughs> and uh, uh, you, I would like you to say whether you, whether you like them or not. These new phrases. Okay, go you, on. Yeah. Okay. So, so what the gecko is saying is like, what what we'd actually like you to do is to say either having it or not having it. Okay. okay. To these <laughs> new terms that have um that have become sort of commonplace in language yeah. this last year. All right. The first one is zero chill. Zero you, chill. Uh, having it. Not having it. Mm, no, I'm not having it. Uh, okay. It's got it's got the letter Z in it. Yeah. Z equals zany. I'm yeah. not a big fan of zany. Okay. On point. What do you think about that? I one? like on point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having that. Yeah, I'm having that. Thank you. <laughs> was that one of yours? <laughs> yes, that's, that was one of his. Yeah. yeah. Come back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, when people say all the, so like, if someone. <laughs> it's jewel. It's it's very rare to see a character so fully realised. <laughs> Say if I was to say if I was to go, I want some chips. Yeah. Someone would go, yes, please, all the chips. You oh, that? okay. Yeah. Right. All the chips. Yeah, that's quite. Yeah, that's quite now. It, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. not having it though. No, I'm not having it either. No. Okay. Um, chill. That, that that's chill. <laughs> that's again, probably not 17, but yeah, it's, it's all right. Oh. Squad goals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've used squad goals, so yeah. I'm having that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Gecko. Welcome, Thanks for coming out. See you later, Thanks buddy. Yeah. Yeah, but Looked good, good, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> oh, Thanks, he scuttled away yeah, there. Scuttled away. Back oh. to the iguana's gaff. Back to the iguana's gaff. <laughs> um, can you tell me, tell, tell the listener yeah. about a treasured moment in 2017? <clears throat> I'm just thinking about you, Jake, specifically, because you did that marathon. Mm. Uh, you did that marathon. You did the <laughs> marathon, the London marathon, while being filmed... You must have had some pretty seminal moments, whether it be personal or within the group. That was doing shield, what you're doing. It? Yeah, that, that you must have gone like wow. Like so I've had so many wow moments. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the the one that popped into my head there, which is probably a nice one. It's not. It's not to do. I think take take the marathon as red. Like that was obviously an incredible experience. But um, I was in. Uh, I was on Ben Lomond, and basically I. I I met this girl in in the Peak District, and just things started had like the conversations we were having. She was telling me things that I should maybe do, and I just started doing them, and and like it would always lead to sort of a significant moment. She could sort of became my sort of guardian angel for a bit in my head, and um, she uh, we were talking about Munros, which are mountains in Scotland that are over three thousand feet, mm. and uh, and she was like, oh, you, you've got to try and get some while you're up there. And I'd look at my map, and I was right next to one, right next to Ben Lomond, which is the most southerly Monroe in Scotland. I thought, like, oh, fuck it, I'll just do that. So before I left the bunkhouse the next morning, I just left my bag there, and I decided to go up right to the top and try and run it, which didn't happen, obviously. And um, I got to, I passed this couple. It was about seven in the morning. I hadn't seen anyone the whole way up. And I passed this couple and um, you know, just said hello quickly. And then got to what I thought was the top, because obviously once you get to the top, you're in the clouds, so visibility goes down. So I, f- I saw what I thought was the peak, and I went up there, and I got my phone now and started doing my, you know, just video blogging. Video yeah. blogging, yeah. And uh, and they and they. And they <laughs> oh, that's another one. Vlog. <laughs> you're all right, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Moment. I'm not having vlog. I hate it. But anyway, so the couple walked past me again, and the guy was like, "You know, that's not the peak." I was like. What? It's like, yeah, there's another road, you know, yeah. up there's the peak. Like, yeah, yeah. Ah, shit. So that was a bit embarrassing. So um, I walked to the, the, the peak with those two, and um, I got to the top and I touched the cairn, like the little monument at the top, and she went up and she kissed the cairn. I was like, okay. And he went up and he kissed the cairn as well. I was like, guys, what's with the, you know, what's with the kissing the cairn? And they said, well, Kiss we. It, kissing the what, sorry? The cairn, it's like, a, um, it's like a little stone monument to signify that you're on the top of a mountain. Oh, right. 
and um, and we were right at the top. And because it's still, you know, everything around you is blanketed by um, cloud, it's kind of like the the Matrix load screen. You know, you feel like the only people in the world. And <laughs> and um, and they said, oh, we've just completed all the Monroes in Scotland, two hundred and eighty nine mountains. It's taken them nineteen years Christ. to do it, and. They were, the, they were the only people I saw that day and it was my very first one and they had this bottle of champagne. Wow. And so I just stood at the top of this mountain at about eight in the morning drinking champagne with this this amazing couple who just climbed 282 oh, mountains. I think I saw you, I saw some photos. Yeah, and, and it, it felt like a real passing of the torch, you know, because it's like it was their last one, my first one. See, see, that's the kind of heartwarming stuff we need. Not all this, you know, Weinstein and... That, that, <laughs> that was very Christmassy. Thanks for that. Yeah, that's Jack. all right. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. And, and do you know what? Go on. Drinking champers at nine in the morning on top of a mountain. Can't beat it. Yeah, yeah nice one, man. Big highlight. How the other half live. <laughs> Sam, okay. got a standout moment, a nice moment. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to say something a bit more poignant, but I can't, they, they sort of, they struggle, I struggle to find it right now. But, um, but uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, I saw, saw Radiohead at Glastonbury. Wow. And it was the most insane route in. We'd have tickets. Right. We managed to get in without tickets over the course of a day and that was like quite a big thing that had always been like a daydream to go and to Wait, weren't you masquerading as a Dutch band <laughs> for a little bit yeah it was the most <laughs> convoluted way of ever getting into a festival we were so dedicated that we wanted to get there this is me me and the good me and good friend Dave and another chap another nice lad called Rob and um, it was a culmination of the whole day's efforts and then we got we managed to get into this festival um, through Sort of wily means going to Glastonbury. <laughs> Dishonesty. And, and I watched that, and that was that was that was pretty up there. And so in terms of sort of moments go, yeah, that was that was brilliant. I, I've always Radiohead's an absolute favourite. Mm. Glastonbury is probably my favourite, one of my favourite places. Mm-hmm. So the marriage was, uh, you know, okay. Well, <laughs> so that was 2017 summed up in yeah. one neat little capsule. I think we um, covered everything. Ho 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 ho. What is it now, Simpson? Uh, when do we get paid? Not a dime till Christmas Eve. Now, from the top. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Should we do a song? Yeah, what's up next? Okay, let's let's do... This is a song that we played on the show last year, but I've actually had permission to do it this year. So, mm-hmm. You know, the sort of practices that I had towards podcasting and radio shows <laughs> were quite fast and loose. And this time round... I'm I'm going I'm going full hog and getting permission. So this is Young Husband. It's called I Don't Intend to Spend Christmas Without You. I don't intend to spend Christmas without you. Yeah, that's a tune. Great tune.
Christmas without you. Brilliant. I loved it. Yeah. A, f- <laughs> a, fest- a festive juggernaut for us all there. Yeah. Um, okay. So what's up now? I think we've got uh, a, a recurring feature, sibling rivalry. And it's where Jake and Sam, biological brothers, are pitted against each other for, um, how do I say this best? For the approval of their mother, let's say, and uh, for the entertainment of the listener. <laughs> Brilliant. Wait. <laughs> Just like some sleigh bells. That's the uh, that's the formula for any Christmas hit, isn't yeah, it? How to turn Lock any some song. sleigh bells on the back. That easy. I mean, I was talking to a colleague yesterday about E17, Stay Another Day. Not actually written as a Christmas song. Written about um, the writer's uh, dead brother. Um, but chuck a couple of bells on there. Yeah. You got yourself a source of income every year. <laughs> yeah. I touch your face when you were sleeping. Oh, that's like a warm little hug, isn't it? Yeah. Stay now. A warm hug, they call it up there. Actually, that leads us very nicely on to the the focus of today's sibling (laughs) rivalry. Uh, Both the the siblings will be repurposing uh, a Christmas hymn, or her, 2017, Jenna's a contract. Um, (laughs) And uh, they'll be writing their Christmas songs about me. It's It's in the key F of F, okay? Oh Tom, all ye freemen, buoyant and attractive, oh come ye all sit there next to Ron on the couch. That's my mum, <laughs> All of the freemen's jonesing on their prayers but hey what's up with gas oh what's got into gas can someone top up gas he's harshing the vibe Woo, yeah <laughs> very good wow well that I mean, that went better than I could have possibly imagined. Me too as well, actually. I thought yeah. I was going to be over in a flash. It felt great. It yeah, felt yeah. Christmassy. It felt, um, I mean, obviously it felt personal. Yeah, you really cut yeah. to the core of me there. That was nice. Sam, you're up next. What is your karaoke version? Um, just before I say it, I'm just going to say you're going down. <laughs> for, um, for the sake of adding a bit of jeopardy okay. to the game. We'll see. You're okay. doing... Silent what? Night. Silent Night. Um... Don't ruin it. So this is the Silent Night karaoke uh, version. Uh, <laughs> hey, hang on, do you just want to get your writing key? Yeah. Ooh. Thank you. Come on, come on. <laughs> Tom Freeman. Tom Freeman. Grew up in Haybridge. Near Moldon Used to have such chubby cheeks When we first met In an Aston Villa shirt Around summertime I'll bet I think it was at a summer camp (laughs) So blonde his hair was near His style, hairstyle, was also quite shy. <laughs> Second verse. Freeman. You can join in for this next one. Freeman. Freeman. Took the school bus to the Anglo-European. Oh. 
chubby face. He looked quite cute. Quite a bizarre thought now of a schoolboy Tom wearing essentially what was a suit. It's weird, isn't it? You think about school kids wearing a suit. Would become quite a catch. Lovely. Once he did shed that puppy fan. Oh, that was nice. How are you going to edit that together, Tom? Sorry, <laughs> that was just uh, couldn't read my own writing. So well, you had what was that? You had Silent Night by me, and you had I'll Come All You Faithful. faithful. Yeah. I mean. Don't know if Christmas is the time to be dividing the siblings. Maybe, maybe it should be a draw. No. No. Gun to your head. Same principle <laughs> as uh, the 2017 <laughs> review has to be done. Um, I mean. So um, can I just say now? I'm really sorry that I did focus quite so much on the chubby cheeks, oh, no, no, but no. I love you, mate. Mate, mate, mate. <laughs> I'm uh, just trying to get my last. This is the, you know that the scramble and like X Factor when they're like, this is my dream. <laughs> this is me like desperately like fighting to claw um, in there. In terms of, you know, lyrically and also, you know, actually in time <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, words fitting the word, the original words. I'm going to have to give it to Jake, mate. I'm sorry. Merry Christmas, Jake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about well, that. Well, you know, he's got an air horn to celebrate with, so. Yeah. Just to cheer you up, a little word from Danny Dyer. Oh. Why can't people concentrate on the positive rather than filling themselves up with spite? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Danny Dyer here tackling the uh, socio-economical problems of the working class. If you're working 40 hours a week and you can't cover your bills, that ain't your fault. <laughs> <laughs> that and the thing that he said about fights earlier have really crystallised the thought that I've had, you know, they've been trying to stumble upon for a long time. So fair play. Fair play, um, Danny. So as is the tradition of sibling rivalry, we have uh, some messages from your lovely mother. Yeah. Just give her a shout out. Hi, Mum. Hi, Mum. Um, and obviously I've got her to record one for the victor and one for the loser. So here we are, Jake. Here is your victory lap from your mother. Well done, Jake. What an amazing song. You're so funny. I love you. Oh. <laughs> that just... That's oh. just made my week. Isn't it? Yeah, that's lovely. Oh, she well, loves mate. you. Yeah. Well done. And, um, <laughs> and Sam... I'm sorry, Sam. I know it's Christmas, but that was shit. And I'm your mum. <laughs> I'm your mum. <laughs> nice sign So there you go. Uh, well, Jake, great. Thanks Jake. for that. <laughs> that feels really brilliant, actually. Do you know what? I really... I did... I know I said it was a bit hodgepodge, me putting that together, but I did still try. You mm. did try. Uh, yeah, cheers, mum. That's... Uh, yeah, lovely. Lovely to hear that. But she loves you. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all that matters. That was... Sibling rivalry. Let's hear that jingle again. <laughs> do you remember what Santa? Well, do you remember mm. Santa being real? Oh man, wasn't it great? Yeah. I think we, we were, we, occasionally we used to go away into the country, like at, mum and dad used to get a country cottage or whatever, mm. and uh, Santa left us a note, and it was in amazing handwriting, and it had ash all over it and stuff, and I remember definitely Santa was real yeah. that year, and I remember yeah. that feeling. Well, Dad's got superb handwriting, Yeah, he, he really does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I think that Christmas you're referring to was like a very formative one for me, because mm -hmm. I think we went away to Suffolk. We're, yeah. We're talking about when me and Jake... We'd do a family holiday, probably when I'm about five, Jake's probably seven. Yeah. And you remember my um my sort of trusty childhood companion, Benny the Bear. Yeah, I remember. Have you ever heard me talk about Aww. Benny Tom? No, no, I've never heard this one. Um <laughs> Benny was um <laughs> and is <laughs> and is he was a really I was quite into um I don't know why, into cuddly toys and sort of um then you know, you've got that you've got a rich imagination of your child and there was a whole uh, world connected to these cuddly toys in which they all um, play for different football teams. Aww. And you would have... Um, I will get back to the Suffolk <laughs> holiday, by the way. Um, but I would, often, I would often have like a sort of five-a-side match on my bedroom floor. 
and you'd have stands with different cuddly toys. I mean, I, I had a lot. Mm. And oh, I, I, I got to a point where I was sort of ripping up bits of paper so there would be confetti. Oh, God, I remember one of them. that. <laughs> so you'd have like two socks being the goalposts at either end. Oh, my God. This and what was adorable. funny about Benny very much being the star of this was that there would always be some sort of trial over adversity about the way that, <laughs> of like big matches with Benny. So often he would like get abuse of like away fans, like all stuff that was sort of bleeding into like my sort of childhood perspective, like going to football. I wanted there to be some like big injustice that he had to overcome. Isn't that weird? Um, and or he would always have to have like a horrific injury or something and have to come back and then... Then he'd have to wave off the people who came on the medical team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm all right, I'll carry on. There's a real need for there to be a delivery of a sort of Hollywood style wow. um, story yeah. of a trial over adversity within the context of this football world. Though, right? Redemption, yeah. yeah. So that, that shows what, a, what an important figure that, that <laughs> Benny was. So on, but on this, on this Suffolk holiday, um, I think we must have taken Benny out as I did everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the pictures see me, like, wellies on, big coat, and I'm oh. like, holding oh, hand, like, little Benny. Cute personified, yeah. And I, and I lost him. I lost him out in the... Fuck in, You know, in the woodland somewhere. You mm. didn't. And I was... It was... It was... Yeah, it was, was horrible. I was... It was tough. I, I was really devastated. Hysterical. And, um, <laughs> and it's, it's got... I've got such a... I've got such a primed image in my mind of that... Of that Christmas. Of they're just... You know, like when you see a very naked winter scene where all the, the trees are bare. Yeah. And like being in kind of farmland outside of the place where we're staying, I'm just looking at that and feeling desperately sad. <laughs> <laughs> so that Christmas was, was marred by that experience of Benny going. Oh. So much so that um, I don't think my mum quite realised how affected I was by this. And a few months later, she said to me, why do you keep running to the phone every time the phone rings oh, in the house? Oh, stop. And I, and I said, because I, oh. I think it's the farmer because he found Benny. Oh, and I remember, I, th I, th I seem to remember my mum being really upset by this. So like a week later, in the post, in like kind of brown paper, there was, there was a package for me. And yeah. mum was like, look, you've you got this. And it was another bear. And it had a note from, from, from the farmer I mean, a dad again. He's, he's great. He's great. He's got very, um, very sort of variable handwriting. Yeah. Doing all sorts of like different. He's styles. sort of like a character actor in calligraphy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a wow, Tom. Really, really nail it sometimes, don't you? And um, yeah, he'd written this note, and it was, uh, uh, yeah, from the farmer saying, um, just to say, I found, I found Benny, and oh. he might look a little bit f f uh, different, but we've been feeding him up with porridge, and we've sent him back to you, and. This is where the sort of childhood faith thing comes into it, because that was like wanting to believe in Father Christmas, mm. but I didn't actually, like, I didn't fully believe that it was Benny. Mm. I was prepared to live the lie because I wanted, like, a, yeah. someone to take the form of Benny again. A new Benny, you know, he did a fucking fine job. In fact, <laughs> it's like, it's like you know how, like, Stephen Malcolmus in Pavement, yeah. right? <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. He actually had a, lot, a, a much longer career with the Jicks afterwards. <laughs> And Benny too had a much more prestigious footballing career. Or right. Oh, so did, did it did it change the narrative of of the of the Bears? It's, it's kind of like when Michael Jordan retired from NBA basketball, right? Went away and then came back. Yeah, yeah big yeah. comeback, and it was like he never left. Yeah. So, so I had See, Benny was a really big part of our whole family. It wasn't just Sam's Sam's toy. He he was like you know. Like now, we make different jumpers for him and all this. Stuff. I'm absolutely heartbroken by this story. <laughs> but but there was one sort of like. One night where my anxieties about whether or not <laughs> original Benny had come back all sort of came to a head. Um, I think it was when my nan was babysitting yeah. one night. My parents were out. And, um, and it sort of it hit you hard as well. It did, it? yeah. I remember falling to my knees. And uh, like this, oh, this happened 100%. I, I thought, I knew the whole time that it wasn't the real Benny. But because Sam was, I, I thought Sam believed it was. And it tore me up. It told me up that you didn't know. Wow. And I, I remember once I felt I, I wanted to tell you, but I got in such a state, I ended up just falling to my knees and saying, I don't think that's the real Benny. <laughs> it's so dramatic. I remember sit, yeah, sitting on the sofa at, my, at the first house that we grew up in with Nan being there and then her saying to me, well, it's whether or not you believe it or not. But yeah, I do think that was a, a sort of a very formative young moment mm. in my childhood. And well, that's I have not so often thought, what is original Benny up to? I would like yeah. to think that he's sort of like a, a pack of like 
Um, gone feral. Like, yeah, yeah, like a pack of like sort of friendly rabbits out in the in the countryside, and he's yeah. in like a burrow yeah. somewhere, toasting a glass. Probably right now, listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've got um, they've got a podcast he's just, he's on, just a, on a phone that they these rabbits have found a. And you know, uh, and he's just a contemporary reaching, smartphone. He's just reaching a, over to turn it up because he's yeah. heard his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a single tear rolls down. Mm. Single thread just falls. <laughs> single thread, yeah, it just comes loose. <laughs> So that was it, listeners. It's time to unbuckle your belt, loosen those loosen those trousers, and uh, sit back and enjoy the rest of your uh, festive period. Yes, yeah. Um, I'd just like to say thanks for listening. Merry Christmas, Jake. What do you want to say? Yeah, same. Merry Christmas. Yeah, well, you know, you thanks for to me. Feliz okay. Navidad or Ch- tuning in <laughs> and hanging out with us. Maybe, maybe maybe you should say Feliz Navidad. Or, Maybe I should say what? Felith Navidad. <laughs> <laughs> we bid you Felith Navidad, listeners. But yeah, th- thank you so much for listening. And there w- there'll be a more steady stream of shows mm. in the new year. Um, but I just bid you all uh, an amazing Christmas, mm. everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you all. And um, just to play us out, um, forget what I said about having permission to play tracks. I haven't got it for this one. It's John Lennon. Um, but I re- but I really love this and I wanted to play it last year. It's a bootleg version of uh, War Is Over, and it's got a lovely little bit of um, him and Yoko mucking around at the end. Mm. So that'd be a nice note to end it on. Merry Christmas, listeners! Thank you for being with us.
from the home of John and Yoko.